Hey guys, what's going on? It's Cheney 180 and the Fallen Fed. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to another episode of They're Not Dolls. Episode 168. 168. 168 on that toy dial. Live on YouTube if you've been joining us. Yes, yes. I can see the uh, the chat is already popping. I like that. I like what I see here. What do you think? Nice. Indeed. Let's see. We got Adam. Thunder Crow, Reject of Doom, Rectangular. Adam's already in with the first comment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Well, we've got a uh, another very special show, right? Yeah, we do, man. We're just rolling along with the guests. Yeah, yeah. So we have a very, very special guest tonight. Keeping it going. Yep. The one and only Beardy is here tonight. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, sir. Nice. Yes, yes. Nice. You said so, he was only going to come on if uh, he had his intro. Yeah, yeah. So that is my uh, that is my contractually mandated entry yeah. music. Yeah, he he. Before... I had a lot of writers. <laughs> yeah, before I demanded, we even... <laughs> I demanded the peanut M and M's in yes. my dressing room, <laughs> and I did pick out all the yellow ones. Yeah, so, there yep. you go. Yeah, I had to. Uh, that was I was like, well, I don't I don't know if I can get that track real quick, and he was just like. Well, you better sing it then. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm a diva. I need it. I need these things. <laughs> That's ah. how you survive. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a, uh, a pretty fun show, quite a bit to talk about. But first, why don't you uh, let our listeners here know who you are and what you do? Sure, sure. Um, so my... Um, my name is Scott Akers. I'm a toy designer and I run the paint department paint shop at Gentle Giant Studios. Um, I'm known as Beardy amongst many of my toy friends. It has something to do with the gigantic beard on my face. <laughs> um, and then I am uh, one third of the design team on uh, lines like uh, Articulated Icons and, and yes. the upcoming one that we're super excited about is Mortal Ruin. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, my day job is making toys, and my side job is making more toys. That sounds amazing. That sounds that's like a, the perfect life. Yeah, that's a nice life right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when you're when you're not making toys or making toys, do you buy toys? I do. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge collector and customizer. I I'm one of those people. Yeah, I've I've never stopped buying figures. It's been like full steam pretty much since like 80 82 83 when i had any kind of <laughs> uh consciousness <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how it's been the whole thing nonstop. that's amazing yeah so um why, why don't you go ahead and uh maybe walk us through a little bit of your uh your um your your toy past here because uh I got a chance to talk to you earlier and, and yeah. you, you're just full of these amazing, you know, stories yeah, and whatnot. I've, I've been, I've been stomping around in, in the toy world for, um, let's say, I think about 
14, 15 years, I want to say, off and on. Um, I got my start in, in about 04, 05, working in uh, the mold shop at Soda Toys. So um, it used to be, and I think actually, Cheney, we talked about this back at Decon, that like that used to be the way to get into like a toy company. Because mm -hmm. you, you, you uh, cut your teeth and, and work in the mold shop. And that's what I did. I, I started out at the uh, making silicone molds, resin castings and prototyping, um, release sculpting and all kinds of anything at, at Soda Toys. Like that was what I learned how to do everything that I learned how to do back then. So, so is that where you met um, Adam at? Actually, I became friends with Adam via Foosh. Uh, so we were actually friends online. We were internet friends before we were lifelong toy friends. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, I've known him. It's got to be close to 20 years now. I've probably been friends with that guy since like 02 or so. It's weird because it doesn't even feel like it sometimes, right? When you're yeah, like... it's a little it's a little hard because I'm actually doing the math and it's like, oh my God, I'm it's old. Been, it's, it's been that long. It's like suddenly your, your back starts hurting. <laughs> Not only that, it's so weird too that you said uh, 20 years. And then yeah. you busted out with O2. Yeah. And kind of forget that we're already in 20. Yeah. So like me, myself, I'm like, all oh, no, I isn't think, that just a couple years ago? No, honestly, I feel like it's literally, I, I, I probably met Adam in person in 2002 and we were probably, you know, like chat and forum friends or something like that just prior. So yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, basically, that's that was how I got started. Um, I've been all kinds of crazy ups and downs, uh, making toys and doing stuff like that. Um, soda, like I'm sure everybody's kind of familiar with, they had um, all sorts of crazy business shenanigans going on. Um, but uh, I lasted there for uh, a little, a little less than four years, and then um, I was freelance, just kind of uh, doing craziness for for a while. Um, working here and there, picking up odd jobs and toys and stuff like that. And then um, that lasted for maybe a year or so. And then I got the call to, uh, to, to come in and work at Gentle Giant. And I've been there forever. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've been at Gentle Giant now for uh, 10 years. And uh, I started out just, you know, uh, on a bottom of the rung as a team on the, on the paint team there, working on prototypes for... Um, Mattel and Hasbro and, and um, McFarlane at the time and um, any other company you can imagine, especially over time. But um, from there, it's just been a crazy ride. And now I actually run the shop. So that's my gig. That's what I do. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's very awesome. We've got uh, in the chat here, we've got... Um... We've got Adam asking about my blood pressure, which is all I, kinds of fun. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Rejective Doom was talking about that interview that uh, Jerry had done on TNI, yeah. uh, which actually is a pretty good interview. If you guys have a chance, check it out. Um, mm -hmm. It's about an hour long. Uh, very informative, actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty exceptional. The, the crew that came out of um, Soda Toys is um, – they're they're really dynamite people and they've gone all over and made all kinds of really cool crazy things there's a lot of people at general giant that used to work at soda toys and there's all sorts of cool things that we have brought forward with us 
that have you know led into the the, the figures that we design and do now and um it started there so it's it's pretty cool heck yeah so let's see what um what do you think was probably some of your most favorite stuff that you worked on um funny that you should ask i was actually trying to think of some of that stuff earlier today and the probably the three things that i'm most excited about or that were the most gratifying in the more recent time i i can't talk about them (laughs) (laughs) what a tease right yeah all right there are some other really cool things that i can talk about that's like some of the some of the neat things um my uh my my very first marvel figure that i got to do was was kind of a neat milestone for me um I did the the Marvel Select Rhino, um, maybe I don't know. That's got to have been six or seven years ago or something like that. Now, um, I did get to do the very first Star Wars black figure, which oh. was which was pretty cool. Um, we uh, we actually were involved in the in the pitch of that toy line at Hasbro, like Hasbro pitching to Hasbro before that toy line was a real thing. And yeah, um, Renee. Adam and myself um, are all the same three people that worked on that figure at General Giant for Hasbro. So we did um, the, the the pilot Luke figure, the X-Wing pilot Luke figure. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was the very first um, Hasbro uh, Star Wars black figure back when the articulation scheme was going to be a little bit different and the paint jobs were going to be a little bit different. And they were even talking about having uh, metal accessories and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Early. yeah that was... we. We did the first one. I did the very first Star Wars black figure. Yay. Ernie has a really cool story about that uh that X Wing pilot Luke, right, Ernie? Uh oh. You son of a <laughs> That's the only thing I thought of too, right when I heard it. I'm like, nice. oh really? <laughs> here's the here's the pitch for Cheney and home run. All right. I knocked go. it out of the park. Yeah, you did. So what, why, did, what, why don't you tell him? <laughs> They had a thing. I'm I'm an inbox collector. And, yeah, yeah, uh, I've heard about this. So yeah, that was my at the end of our agreement and our our bet was uh, they made me open up the celebration, Luke. Nice. No, it's so not you nice. To, no, but you had to like that was the deal. Was that it was like it was you lost the bet, so you had to open it. No, no, no. Every week I had to open up a toy, uh, put it up on our page, and everything. Nice. Um, I had to, then it got even more intricate as the stakes went up Oh no! and, uh, I had to start pulling from my own collection and, uh, opening from the wall. Cause I, oh. I, I have everything up on, on not the wall, my house. Yeah. Oh, and then no. when it came down to the final one, that's Jeez. what everybody voted on and chose was the celebration loop that I had hanging up. Yeah, well, then we share a little bit of a, a little Star Wars history there. That was your first uh, <laughs> first Star Wars figure that you had to open. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. It's not hard to get or nothing, you know. Yeah. It's up there with everything else. That's cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's just one of those. That's the, 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 the strife you have to go through being a mint on card guy. I personally yeah. like I like. I am a hundred percent open everything if I can. I wish I should have taken a picture before we got on uh, got on live here. I have a stack, probably about I don't know four or five feet high in the room next to me that is just my stack of shame of things that I just haven't gotten to opening. So, 
I think we're all there right now. We're we're sort of um, mirror opposites of each other, and like you, (laughs) you feel bad that you had to open it, and I feel bad that I can't. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) it. Okay, so uh, we've got uh, apparently we've got all your buddies in here right now. Yeah, Renee and Adam are both in there. Hello, fellas. So why don't why don't we talk about some mortal ruin then? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm 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 super excited to get um, as much information as I can out there. It's kind of cool. You guys get to talk to us um, literally as this thing is being developed. Like I have, I have development work and and paint work and story writing and all kinds of stuff like that, like happening now. You know, so yeah. Um, so this is our second sort of foray into our own individual or independently produced IP. This is our second way, second round of trying to take an independent toy line and, and get it out there into the world. Um, the main, the main sort of um, bones of of this project are, as I see it, is like it's kind of a love letter to um, any of the sci-fi military stuff that that we've all kind of grown up with and loved. So if you're into, you know, um, GI Joe or or Blade Runner or Metal Gear Solid or Resident Evil or Mad Max or any of those kinds of things, it's like we're trying to draw inspiration from all of those things and put them into one sort of fun, cool, cohesive toy line that you can very easily buy into and 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 have it you know be cohesive and integrate with all the other figures that we work on um or uh you can you can um go whole 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 hog onto the into the the story of the thing and um really appreciate it on its own level because uh that's that's what we're doing i mean it's going to be pretty cool in that way Heck yeah! It's not the the figures look incredible, or at least the prototypes. Yeah, I should say. yeah. The our our the three figures that were teased that we kind of put out there right now. Those are meant to be our our first foray into like the line. So even those, as cool as they are, that's just kind of a just the tease, just like a little bit of what's what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what you're sort of seeing with those is it's like the first foray is is basically a set of army builders where each of those figures is meant to be something that if people want to buy into the line and get into it early those are going to be available in a way that makes them affordable so that you can build a little team or a little squad and then from there on what we're really hoping to do is make every character that we can into an army builder so that you'll have an option of to be able to buy the figure as a character or keep it as, you know, part of a little squad so that um, no, no single figure is ever just one thing by itself. It's meant to be like an incentive thing to build little squads of dudes. So, so, so would they be coming with like um, certain accessories that you could swap out to enable yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be that kind of thing where like these initial, the, the three figures that we have now where um, it's the, the K Raider, the peacekeeper and the frontier corpsman, those are all sort of meant to be um, a squad unto themselves. It's basically a little faceless army builder. And then, um, yeah, you can see Adam in the chat there. It's uh, the, the next tier is essentially <laughs> squad builder plus what that means is um, it will be a figure that, can be into us can be made into a squad but it will also have a character element that makes it a standalone character that um you know will have full-on cool like file card style bios and 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 really neat story elements that sort of flesh out the world that these things all belong to so um it's sort of 
once we get past the sort of initial squad building sets, what's going to be available from there is going to be sets that are meant to be like almost like a two for one where you're going to, you know, you'll be able to buy the figure and then um, have something else that will either come with interchangeable parts, interchangeable components that makes it into something that is either a, an army builder or a character, which nice. is, I mean, we're trying to just create incentives to make it so that people can, you know, get into to, um, buying more basically and, and experiencing more so that, um, well, it's always fun when you get a figure that you can do more than one thing with like, well, that's the idea is we want to kind of bake in the idea of, of army building and squad building and, and customizing really, because like, that's, that's my longest love with toys is making well, customs. Well, that's like what the super cool thing was with the AI is like, yeah, you can just pop everything off and move yeah. it around however you see fit you know and, and just yeah. kind of have have fun with it just go yeah that's on that's it. the that's the cool thing you get when you get people who design toys making toys like this is um we get to go in and, and sort of make up the rules of how we want to present it to the world and so like one of the things that that um i really like to do is i love getting like um random little kind of like grunt figures or random little figure. And then I'll, once I kind of have it and I've been messing with it for a while, kind of chewing on it for a while, I'll end up customizing it and turning it into something like just a little bit different. And then it gives you a little bit of, you know, cohesion, but then also diversity in your collection. So um, yeah. that's, that's really what we're trying to, which we're, what we're trying to incentivize because we want to encourage people to, you know, buy them, play with them, pose them, photograph them, but then also customize them and tweak them and, and you know, throw them into your dials, throw them into your other under other series. Um, you know, have Batman kick the crap out of them. Do all yes. that; it'll be fun. It's that's be like, that's that's usually one of the the main things that you want to do with any any kind of army builders. Okay, they're all going against Batman, or they're all going against. Yeah, Wolverine. I mean that's that's kind of the idea. Is we want these to be because like because we work on so many other other toy lines um, in our in our day jobs, like because we do so much other stuff for other companies. Um, we, uh, we, we kind of know how to create that cohesion, you know, um, mm -hmm. we know like how to, how to sort of hit those sort of style cues with the toy line. And, um, we, that's very much a part of our aesthetic is we want these to be able to work with your Star Wars black figures and your SH figure arts and your Mescos and, and, um, Marvel legends and stuff like that. We want them to be able to, you know, blend in seamlessly with those toys, but also just be their own thing. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's honestly, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a really, it's a really like, it's a crazy pleasure to get to make this stuff for people. Um, oh, I bet. like that's ultimately like, that's ultimately why I'm into it is, you know, toys make people happy. So like, let's get them out there. Well, it's just awesome because you, you know, on your, like you said, your day job is you make toys and then yeah. your side hustle is you make toys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like literally the difference between this kind of thing and the day job is that there's no, there's no approvals. There's no um, having to deal with any kind of like IP stuff or licensing things. It's all just completely creating something, something from the ground up and making it, you know, as, as cool and as affordable and as fun as we can. Um, awesome. Very similar to what we did with, with AI, um, but just different in an, in a way that's kind of, you know, um, new but also familiar yeah yeah no i i get you 
Yeah, I just can't wait to get them all done. <laughs> yeah, no, me either. I just can't wait to get my hands on some of them. Uh, I just, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see them all painted up, too. That That's going to be really cool. Yeah, so can Adam. Tell that guy to leave me alone. <laughs> I got a lot of paint work to do. That's what, that's what he was saying in the chat there. Yep. Um, Ernie, you got any questions for this man right here? No, no questions, but um, this Mortal Ruin stuff that you guys are doing is amazing. Although you even said faceless characters, it's funny yeah. how you guys see them as faceless because you know, you're sculpting and making these and, and that's how you want them to appear. And I totally see a face there though on all three of them, which is a, yeah. amazing. You know what I mean? Like you can put it as faceless, but yet I can definitely see a face. Like maybe this dude has a normal face. This guy has a messed up face. Like how Honestly, you're seeing the horror part of it, which is great, man. They, oh, they yeah, look no, amazing. It's gonna, the, the plan, the plan right now for a lot of this kind of stuff is, I mean, cause it's, I actually still get to be kind of giddy about it because I, even though these aren't painted, I know what they look like, you know? Um, yeah. So um, when, uh, when it's all going to be revealed, I'm going to be interested to see uh, what, what people think about it and, you know, how, what, how, how they respond to it. But um, there's going to be little things, especially on um, some of them that will actually make it. So even though they are, even though they are an army, even though they are a squad, there's going to be things that can make it so that they're not all necessarily the same piece, the same kind of deco. So that you like some of them will have um, little tiny, like maybe paint variations and things like that, that make it. So even though it's a squad of basically the same, you know, figure in a set of four or five, um, there will be individuality amongst that squad very much in the same way, like how it worked with the, um, the pink skull squad, um very nice yeah you guys cool. could you could you can get them but then you can make them somewhat individualized we're we're shooting for that kind of thing especially on some of the later figures um in a in a in a pretty cool way but yeah that's I'm, exciting that, that... i'm lucky i know what they look like already and i don't even have to paint them yeah oh. that's, that's very awesome <laughs> yeah like... so so they're gonna be all very neon colors like very like early 90s bright neon Oh yeah, they're gonna be like a, the the sort of um, oozy oozy mutants of like the early '90s. Of uh, you guys remember that when like everything kind of went Ninja Turtles on us uh-huh. as we were kids. Like even GI Joe was brightly colored. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're not gonna be like that. They're gonna oh. be. Um, oh, okay. They're gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be raw, realistic. It's gonna be. Um, there will be color. You know, I'm I'm a big proponent of having those little pops of color in and amongst a drab thing that makes it really kind of be a, a, a detail that jumps out. But um, yeah, what we're going to, you're, you're going to get to see um, a, a deco that reflects the world that these things live in, which is um, a, a very grimy post-apocalyptic hard place to live. Nice. That sounds like yeah. an amazing place. I want my figures to be. Yeah, it's going to be it, there. I mean, I'm, we really are shooting for these to be cool. They're going to be, um, if you're a fan of, you know, Metal Gear, or Call of Duty, if you're a fan of Resident Evil, if you're a fan of any of those kinds of things, um, well, the, and you want to see that kind of thing reflected in, in, a, in a post-apocalyptic sci-fi military toy line, like, we got you covered. The cool thing about it for me is, like, I get to hear, like, the passion in your voice and the passion in Adam's voice about, you know how much you guys are pouring into this and how excited you guys are oh yeah so it's just like 
you know, to, to, to hear and feel the passion on it. It's like, Oh man, these, these are going to be awesome then. Yeah. I mean, like we, we, we are very, very early in the process and there are still many, many miles to go, but, um, the, the, we've been chewing on this idea, um, for probably two years now, at least I know that this, like, we've been working on the, the actual figure, <laughs> Renee, uh, we've been pushing on the actual, or we're sculpting on the actual figure for a long time. Um, but, uh, the development of it, the idea of it, the, the, the writing and the ideas behind things is we've been kicking that around for a very long time. So you can imagine what it feels like to finally get to actually see these things entering the physical space. And yeah. It's, it's becoming real and it's yeah. fun. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. Why don't we, let's see. The chats is going wild right now. It's mostly because of my two compadres in there being gooses. Yeah. Silly gooses. Um, Let's see. I was looking to see if there is any anything that we missed here. There is a lot more to the line that we can kind of get into and stuff like that, but okay. um, it's more just a question of of you know how much uh, how much time you guys have. <laughs> this um, is true. Yeah, there's there's so much there. Like what we what we're thinking now is uh, we're we're shooting for potentially trying to launch. Um, maybe in spring hopefully in spring there's not really a real time lineup but we need to set goals for ourselves um then uh the the goal right now we're likely crowdfunding but the the you know who knows lightning could strike and we might not need to do that um but uh we have we're shooting for maybe um 10ish pieces altogether with lots of and lots of lots of incentive for for people to squad build and do those kinds of things, so okay. um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I just wish I could talk more about what the other figures are, but I don't want to get too crazy into that stuff. Yeah, no, you don't want to spoil the surprise. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's like you only get one bite of that apple, so right. Um, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah, don't uh, don't spoil yeah, the surprise for everyone. It's super, it's super fun to create this stuff though. It's super fun to come up with ideas of how these kinds of things work. Um, that's been one of the things I was talking to, to <laughs> Ernesto earlier about how long my drive is. And that's been one of the things that's, that's sort of fun is uh, I'll write in my head um, in traffic as like, as I'm going through and I'll think of, you know, like um, diseases and, uh, nuclear warfare and other things that like would affect uh, a world in a way that's like this and um it's actually kind of therapeutic so oh, i bet yeah yeah it's super it's super fun to create it's that's kind of the weird backwards way that we develop these things is um like first comes what would make a cool toy and then you sort of build an idea around what's going to make the coolest figure and then from there you flesh it out and you make it fit everything else and um like, you know, you do that uh, enough times and we actually have a pretty cool, like a pretty cool roster of, of stuff coming. It, I just cannot wait to get in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and take a, I guess, um, a oh, yeah. Adam, back. 
Huh? Adam wants me to tell you guys about the very first plus figure. Okay. Um, so the the very first the very the next figure that we have that to to sort of tease along the lines of what we've done so far is um you know we have our our peacekeeper we have our um frontier corpsman and we have the the k raider uh the next one that we're going to do is actually a, a character um and uh it's it's meant to be basically like a covert ops person that um is both good and bad that has walked that line between because like the toy line has conflict baked into it it has like the story has conflict baked into it so that even though a lot of the figures share tooling and share parts there's going to be um incentive to to you know have um not just good and evil but all sorts of shades of gray in there um and one of the figures the first ones that we're going to do as a plus sort of series is um uh, a covert ops character that is having to walk that line between basically good and evil. And um, I'm pretty excited about it. Heck yeah. 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 Okay. So rectangular has a, uh, a pretty decent question right now. He said, so we can assume that you guys behind articulated icons will no longer be working on that figure line from here on out. Um, I mean, it's, it's an assumption, but, um, basically the way that kind of thing works from, from my point of view is, uh, I can sort of explain, um, all day and all night, like how the sausage was made, but we, we handed all that stuff off to, um, the rest of the, the foosh guys and, um, what they want us to do is, uh, you know, or what they want from it is, is completely up to them. So, um. I have uh, tons and tons of ideas and, and, and direction for future of that toy line. But um, at this point, it's, you know, it's very much out of my hands. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you actually told me before uh, where the original concept for the ninja came from. Would, would you mind? Uh... Yeah, yeah. The, that original idea was, um, this goes back to Renee and I, um, sort of tooling around at Soda Toys when um, we were sort of scraping the bottom of the barrel on, on the Street Fighter toy line and what other characters we could make and uh, what did our license still cover at the time. And one of the ideas that we had had um, because of the success with um, the, the alternate player decos on um, some of the other figures in the in the waves one through four, we really wanted to do Geki, which was the ninja character from Street Fighter One, and um, that was like a big big push for what we really wanted to do was just let's do Geki from Street Fighter One, which we actually it turns out didn't really have a license for, but we wanted to do him and do him in a couple different colors, and it's like hey, who cares if it's Geki or not? It's like let's just make a really cool ninja figure because that was something that you know, wasn't really available at the time and people totally wanted those. So um, that was like the germ that became the idea of um, when when Renee and I would talk about ever doing anything independently, um, it was always a ninja. It was always a ninja. We, we always like kind of led with that. And then um, this is going back to, yeah, like probably 2006 or seven. We were kicking around ideas for that kind of thing. And that's where it started. Where we wanted to make Geki from Street Fighter 1. 
but we actually figured out we couldn't. And then of course, you know, Soda Toys didn't have any money, so <laughs> they weren't going to make anything. But um, we we kind of kept going on with that idea, and then um, over time, you know, we're 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 uh, working on stuff off and on, and, and developing things for other companies. And then um, the one of the big changes with that was um, the the Four Horsemen having a very uh, their very first sort of successful crowdfund. Um, that was kind of a game changer for for independent kind of producers like us and um we were like well yeah it's plug and play like we can make a ninja that's very similar in that sort of space and then it's like you make a ninja and um you know deco it a few different ways and make it you know so that it works with other characters other figures other toy lines and it will be successful and guess what it was you know yeah so yeah that's really how how it worked that's awesome yeah um we have a question here from uh, reject of doom any chance weapons in the line uh will um, be oh, more I realistic looking he's, he's referring to um to mortal ruin correct yeah um it's, it's it's sort of difficult to say that like you know um it depends sort of depends on your idea of of realism um because the line sort of takes place in a in a you know think of it as like an alternate future if you will a lot of um a lot of the old tech in the Mortal Ruin universe is still new to us. So we want to incorporate a lot of more realistic weapon designs and those kinds of things because we don't, we're not like Disney where, or Marvel where we have to, we don't have to live by like, you know, all guns have to look like Nerf guns kind of rule. Um, you don't have to make Nerf guns? No, we don't have to. I mean, <laughs> we're going to, we're trying to make things um, in, in the, like, weapon wise they're definitely going to have a sci-fi element to them just because like um it, it goes with your story yeah it's yeah. it's it's meant to be i mean you don't you don't want to just have ballistic weapons lying all around but yeah um we are definitely going to want to have weapons that evoke an aesthetic that is real but will have a an element that also is you know when it comes down to looking at the weapon from its silhouette you want to be able to identify like what sort of weapon it is, but also recognize that it's something that is new to the world so that um, it, it, it gives you that idea that it's, it's not something that is of now. It's something that is from, you know, a, a, a disparate future. So. Awesome. Yeah. And we have uh Mervine is in the chat now. That Hello is, Mervine. Uh, he is, he is our, uh, our number one guy, our number one fan here. He nice. is our, uh, our number one toy Migo supporter. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, did you hear that, Ernie? The ninjas came from Street Fighter. <laughs> that is where they came from. That is really the, the beginning, the germ of the idea. Yep. Cheney has really... to always bring it back full circle. <laughs> Street Fighter fan through and through. Oh, yeah. hardcore, hardcore. Oh, yeah. Like I said earlier, I was, I was ready to, to get down on those, uh, one six scale Street Fighter figures, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's a shame they haven't uh, they haven't happened yet. We gotta yeah. somebody's got to get on get on the PCS guys and try and chase that down. Yeah. So let's switch gears a little bit here, and um, let's talk about what we got in this week. Yeah. Sure. Because not only you know, like I said earlier, not only do you make toys, and then after you get off work, you go and make more toys, but you also yeah. buy toys. 
Yes. So, I am a customizer as well as a creator. Um, and actually it's funny, it's 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 hilarious that I landed on uh this this episode this week because it's actually been a really slow week for, for new toys. Oh really for me. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not I'm not I'm not anywhere near as crazy as as uh, Adam is, Mr. Van Wickler down there. Mm-hmm. But um uh I still, you know, I'm a I'm a huge cherry picker as well. So um I'm collecting like here and there from Marvel Legends, um Storm Collectibles, SH um uh i i cherry pick like the odd Fortnite figure here and there um and then you know um i have some imports on the way and stuff like that but actually nothing this week nothing has actually landed it was like cherry and new i have some holes in my marvel legends collection that i'm trying to fill and i got some i got some holes filled but um nothing super exciting and new i got a brand new spick and span garbage disposal that's pretty cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Heck yeah, yeah. but yeah i have i have my mafex wolverine is still out there big bad is um i had a pile of one on that one i missed the i missed the pile of loot option that i shipped back in uh christmas break but oh. um yeah so it's like i had one i had that classic one figure in the pile of loot that it's just like should i wait till i get something else and then i was like screw it i really want to get this thing because i've i've got some uh uh, I got a Tony Mai Wolverine casting waiting to go Ooh. on that thing. Um, yeah, so I'm just like, screw it, let's get it in hand. But I still don't have it yet. It's been more than a week. So, yeah, I finally broke down and ordered that um, that NECA street diorama. Oh, okay. So I ordered that. I paid and ordered for that in on Friday, and nice. it should. It says it should be here Sunday, which means Monday. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I have um, I have a ton of stuff that is that is shipping now. I've got some imports from uh, from Taiwan. Um, I'm a huge Acid Rain collector. Like I love that's probably my favorite toy line right now. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm I'm basically like a completist with that toy line. So um, I have a ton of that stuff that's kind of on the way perpetually. Like you can ask me any day of the week and I generally have like an acid rain figure either in hand or on the way. But um, yeah, this week I've just been filling holes in in the old Marvel Legends collection. I'm finally completing my my lizard builder figure, if you can imagine. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) You know, okay. So there's an explainer for this though. And and what it is, is um, I hated the tail on that figure. And yeah. um, I, I had been searching for a different way to kind of complete that figure without using that tail. And I finally, I finally, thanks to one of my coworkers, I finally came up with a solution that is actually really cool. So finally, Lizard checked off the list. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to pick your brain about that later then. Oh, you guys will see it. It's laying at my desk at the shop right now. Oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the thing is like that's one of the biggest things for me as a as a sort of creator and collector in that space is um I get really hung up on if I don't like something about the figure, I have to change it. I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Like... It's it's almost torturous. It's like when you when you sort of get into how the sausage is made and you can you can see um in in production how um how you would have done something differently or or if you know that you can just paint it like better than than what it is for a mass market thing 
And it ends up being a thing where I have like this mile long list of backlog customs and tweaks that I need to do. Yeah. I've and got so a, a I'm small, slowly chewing through it. I've got a small pile myself of figures and I'm like, Oh yeah, I want to change that or do that. And totally. I get started on it and I'm all, Oh yeah, I'll get, I'll get around to that one day. Yeah, no, it's, it's a crazy thing where I'm like, I'll buy a new figure and I'll like, like 90% of it. And we'll just be like, yeah, but there's just this one thing where if I, if I could find a better head sculpt or if I could find something else. And so that's kind of been like my, my sort of way of collecting things for the last few years is like I'll cherry pick something that is, that is almost there. And then I'll tweak it and customize it myself into making like the, you know, the best representation I can get at the time. And I'm kind of doing that with most of my stuff, like most of my A-list characters. Um, and then, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I just don't buy. And you know the funny thing about that is though is because it's because of where I work. It's because at Gentle Giant, because I work with uh, old man Van Wickler down there. Um, he buys everything, so I get to play with it when he gets it in, and then I don't actually have to buy it myself. Except Revel Tech, <laughs> right? Yeah, he doesn't. He don't. We don't mention that around Adam. <laughs> he. Uh, That's kind he, of funny because he's been bugging me like the last two weeks, saying like okay, you know, when you come, when you come down, make sure to bring that Harley figure because I want to check it out. So, you know, he's, there's been a couple times where it's like, I'll find a rebel, uh, like a rebel tech figure that is like kind of cool. Um, and I'll, I'll like, I'll see if like, Oh, maybe I'll show it to Adam. See if he'll give it a shot. No, he hates a hundred percent of them. <laughs> see, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, no, he, uh, he hates those things. Um, <laughs> I and actually I've been a, I was a Kyoto fan buying that stuff um, when their 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 Fist of the North Star toy line it was like that eight inch toy line from from back when Suncoast was still around. Oh wow, way back. Yeah, that was like their weird aesthetic of doing things where it's like they would sculpt a figure, design a figure to get into like these key poses before they would actually articulate the thing. And then yeah, those uh, when they when when the whole Revoltec aesthetic came along. Um, you would think like an articulation beast like Adam would be into it, but no, he's uh, he's finicky. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got in around when they had those like four inch transformers and the Black Lagoon Revy. Yeah, I really like a lot of the Revel mini figures. Like a lot of those ones have been kind of cool. Like they're fun to just like it's a, it makes for like a really nice little desk figure or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I like the you know it's. It, it's the same thing with anything else. Like I'll cherry pick that toy line and I'll, I'll buy like the odd robot or something here and there. And for the most part, it's like, it's, it's all pretty cool, but. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Ernie, since you uh, have not have been fairly quiet over there, what'd you get this week, sir? Oh, I'm yeah. just letting the guests go, man. I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. the whole, the whole talk of it. No, it's a great show, man. I love when, you know, Adam was on. And now yeah. we got Beardy and it, it's so cool to hear all the behind the scenes stuff and yeah. the, the love of toys, the reason why we do this. And I'm, you guys don't even know it. Like I'm just sitting here smiling because Cheney, nice. of course, is just street fighter bugging out big time. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, he's honestly, biting at the chomp of how much he wants to ask about street I'll fighter tell, stuff. I'll tell my little, my little Cheney story is like, we actually met a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago um, at, during a designer con. Right. And, um, Cheney came up to our booth where we were showing off um, the the stuff I had painted for my buddies at Cursed Dead and then the prototypes for Mortal Ruin as well. And and we struck up a conversation. Cheney bought me a beer and we were just instantly friends. 
So um, it, honestly, it's like it's my pleasure to be on here with you guys and, and get to talk shop for a little while. It's it's really fun. Yeah, I I must have talked your head off for like three hours, man. Oh, it was <laughs> great. It was yeah. super fun. I mean, and I'll, I mean, getting to getting to share a beer on on the convention floor was it was super cool, man. So heck yeah, yeah. And our our chats blowing up with everybody. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Everybody's having their own conversation in yeah, there. So is, yeah, I'm I'm loving this episode right here. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the most interaction on the chat we've ever had so far. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. They're they're talking amongst each other. Uh, chatting with us um all right so i get into my week uh, mervine says you know did i order that mezco conan no i did not <laughs> i did still not with mezco oh so you put I in that pre-order for that one yeah On, yeah i'm a i'm a massive conan the barbarian fan and um i have a couple little a couple little like um little things about the figure that i'm not like 100 percent sold on but um like mezco is well, there's just like little design things that you're just kind of unsure about. Like, I want to see, um, I need to know, like, with the hair being what it is, like, how, I want to know how good the neck is going to move. And gotcha. um, yeah, there's some things where, like, when the figure is standing a little static, it looks a little, a little stiff. But um, that's like with those kind of caveats being what they are. Um, thank you, Mezco. I love you for, for showing Conan that much love. I'm super excited to get that thing in hand. All the stuff um, he comes with too. Jeez. Yeah, man, they're doing such a great job with that um, that toy line in general. Like for them to kind of carve out this new 112 space for themselves, and then have like, you know, create a new license essentially, and create a new a new sort of space for people who can't get into hot toys but still want that sort of um, like high end aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the fact that they get to, they're going to do a Conan that way, it's like sign me up. I love you guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, nah, it was just too veiny for me. Oh, you gotta get that veiny stuff, man. You gotta love the veins. Nah, it's too much. I was like, that's not my Conan. <laughs> What's your Conan? What would he be? Like, what kind of um Arnold veiny? You want like so like just kind of more like polished, like more Arnold veiny? <laughs> yeah. What if, what if that's something that they have up their sleeve that like that's something that they eventually want to get to is like a not so veiny Arnold, but they need to get this. They need to get Conan out there in the world, and they need your support. And 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 a uh, uh, Comic Con two pack with Red Sonia. Whoa! <laughs> I have to. Or or PX exclusive Arnold, just like they did. Um, not PX exclusive, but just exclusive Arnold, like they yeah. did with Keaton Batman. Yeah. Honestly, with with that one, basically, it's like yeah, whatever Conan stuff Mezco decides to put out. I'm even kind of tempted by the statue, and I'm not a statue guy. I just really love that they're showing that much love for for Conan the Barbarian. Um, cause I, like, it's, it's something that I've really liked for a very long time. And it, it, with, with the exception of like the older McFarlane line and then what super Seven's trying to do, like it hasn't been, it's haven't, it hasn't gotten the love. I feel like it deserved. So yeah. So I sunk some, some, some shekels into that one. Yeah, no, I, I pass on it. Instead I went, uh, clearance shopping this week and our Walmart, our Walmart nice. finally is, uh, going down. So I picked up some legends for four fifty. Nice. Uh, got some X Men and the Spidey Wave, so that was yeah. cool. Um, I got the Samurai Dude, uh, the two pack on Overwatch to go with my ninjas. Nice. Um, I got that for nine, so I returned the one that I got for twenty five. I was so stoked about that. I was like, here we go. This is nice. And then, um, what else did I get? 
Um, oh, and I picked up another uh, uh, vulture in the wild because I saw a couple posts going around that there was oh, a, about the the running change. Yeah, on the yeah. wing. So I don't know which ones I have, but I'm gonna have to check that out. So I saw one laying there, so I thought I better grab this just in case. Nice. But that was yeah. it. And then I picked I up a... uh, picked up six of the cuckoos. So oh, that nice. That that's all. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you need some of those, Cheney? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We don't have them out here yet. No, it was hilarious because uh, we're in the chat, and so I, I work nights, and I come home uh, in the morning, and I knock out, and then sometimes I'll wake up at like three or four and check the chat, and I'm like, "What? What? No!" I, I no. told him. <laughs> Me and Dario, 80s baby, we're talking, and Dario, and it's funny because I've been seeing that post. People right now in like Jersey and New York, like, are having a massively everywhere, and it's actually kind of scary because I've never, dude, I seen some dude post in a Facebook group that I'm in that they had six of them Mm -hmm. just sitting there, and that was the second time that they've had six, so that's a total of twelve, right? And then uh, Dario was like, "Oh yeah, I picked up three. I left the other three, and I was like, "Oh no." I'm like, you can't delete your comment now. Cheney's going to wake up and see this. He's going to lose his stuff, man. <laughs> Immediately, first comment. What? No. <laughs> nice. And then I yeah, I have a, I have a vulture. I have a vulture on the way. Um, and then I think that's pretty much it. I might try and grab a Shang-Chi. And then, um, yeah, that's that's probably it for, for like this round of, of Marvel Legends right now. Yeah, the, I have um, the luxury. I just get to I get to kind of pick and choose. Uh, to answer the chat, the uh, the difference is the um, some of the the wings they have the slot on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and some are on the back. It's of on the, the back tricep. of the bicep. Yeah, yeah, the tricep back there. So yeah, you don't really know which one you get. Luckily, the one that I have is on the tricep. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, I'm all good there. It functions a little bit better. Yeah, you can move it around and. Whatnot, yeah that's so. my that's one of my main go-to things is um spidey and spidey rogues and then x-men and x-men rogues and then um i have a pretty tight little fantastic four setup especially because uh the the doom that, that everybody's gaga over oh yeah that yeah. thing's amazing yeah i gotta get the cjs and cloak oh yeah everybody gotta get oh. that cj doom set up there nice yeah did you see that I did. Yeah. I did. I am tempted. It's a huge difference. I All am right. tempted. So what did I get this week? I can't even remember. Make sure to take pictures so I don't forget anymore. Yeah, Adam called it. I ha- the only the only Fantastic Four one I still don't have is I skipped out on Sea Storm. Oh, that that's all right. That's the one you see everywhere right now. Well, also she can she can just be on the shelf and be invisible. It's cool. <laughs> no, my big thing with that one was like I um I don't like it when they do um a, a half phased or ha- like an element of the figure that is like kind of forced upon you as like yeah this is her one arm that is like partially invisible. But uh, um, I'm talking about the older Walgreens one. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's. <sighs> just make a swappable arm or do something else. Cause it's like, I, you know, I don't want to have to paint it to make it cohesive. I got you, you. guys. I'm tortured. I'm tortured by my painting skills. 
Oh, so, I would love an all clear. Uh, yeah, I wish it was one or the other. You know, like, like or give us both. Give us one. Yeah, totally. Give us the other. You know, right? Like, that's uh, what I'm saying. I, I'm still yeah. waiting for it to come out. Make uh, do like an Entertainment Earth little like box set or something. There you go. Yeah. So we went to um, the Asian American Expo, and they have the uh, Anime Impulse thing there. It's like a little kind of mini convention deal within the expo. And in there they have, you know, like a lot of like uh, booths where they sell stuff. And the cool part that, you know, we we go every year and you get like they have all kinds of awesome food there and all kinds of cool stuff. But but they also sell toys. So that's cool, too. So I picked up the uh, Storm Collectibles Baraka because I haven't picked that one up yet. And then I got the um, Figma Kill a Kill Mako. And I actually have a funny story about it because I went to the booth and I scoped it out. And I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to come back. And when I come back, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll pick it up. So we walked around for a while, we ate, and we came back, and when we came back, it was still there. So I'm like, all right, cool, let me get the Baraka, let me get the Mako, and then we're good. So I got it, and like immediately after like the guy is begging my stuff and I'm paying for it, another guy walks up, and he's like looking for it. He's like, where's Mako? Where's Mako? And I was just like, oh, man, that's too funny. So I like me being the scumbag I am, like pull it out of the bag to like pretend look at the box and he looks over at me, and he's just like, that's the guy working there. He's like, do you have another one? And he's like, I don't think so. I think that's all I have for today, man. And I was just like, very horrible. I'm I'm a horrible person, but it was a funny story. And then from Amazon, I got in the the new McFarlane, what is it, DC Multiverse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got in the Harley Quinn and the Batman Who Laughs. Nice. And the um, the scales, they don't even scale with each other. It's weird. Yeah, I finally actually saw, um, randomly in Target yesterday, I saw a Harley um, and an animated Superman. And um, with the exception of her face, she totally looks like she could just slide right in as an animated figure. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a comic version. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah, I came to a realization today with the McFarland DC stuff that it's like, um, because of the scale, I'm going to be like super, super nitpicky, cherry picky with that toy line. And um, if they come along and they make like Killer Croc or, or, or Darkseid or um, Doomsday or, or Bane or something like a character that is sort of large and fudgeable, I'll probably be picking those up or at least giving them a second look. Mm-hmm. but um the scale being what it is it's like no you guys made them too big like, yeah that i saw the animated superman and it's massive like absolutely yeah. massive like they're huge yeah like yeah. there's a um i took a picture of the black series chewbacca and, and that harley <laughs> quinn and it's like what the like what's going on here i don't like i get that it's seven inch but this is like bigger than seven inch like yeah, it's very, I mean, it's very much um, sort of like that 
NECA sort of diamond select kind of scale where some of those things will kind of work, but then even scale amongst the toy line itself is a little bit all over the place. Well, and the scale and the design, like even the design is like, you know, one figure looks like a certain style and another looks a certain style, but they don't say that like, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's one of those things just about, um, cohesion in a toy line. That's one of the things that makes people collect is, everything going with everything you know that's why um um that's why gi joe was popular that's why marvel legends is popular that's why star wars is popular um that's why mega blocks are popular because it's like everything under one roof mm -hmm. and um even within a, a sort of closed loop around the dc figures um that many styles that many scales kind of all at the all at once it, it sort of feels like they're just seeing what sticks and um People, people just want something that is already sort of fleshed out. And honestly, the scale, they, if I would have been so much more into it if they were smaller. Because it's like, yeah, there's a couple design things here and there that I don't like. But the scale thing is really sort of a deal breaker. Um, and I give, I give McFarland tons and tons of credit. Like, I appreciate the hell out of that, that they're trying to do articulation that way. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the whole thing seems kind of like, huh, why did they do it that way, you know? Yeah, it seems like it, they need to kind of like narrow it in, and uh, yeah, that's why it's like I sort of just made that that choice that it's like if they can come along and make some really nicely articulated like sort of big figures, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm super game. But as it is, uh, I'm I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, the Batman who laughs just because there's never been a figure made of it yet. So yeah, and actually, like... of everything that they showed, that one has sort of uh, looked the most promising as in terms of like something that is, you know, um different and 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 um sort of more aesthetically pleasing right yeah yeah the neck just seems kind of like there's not much of it but i don't know <laughs> it's it's where'd weird. you order it from cheney because it's i haven't seen that one in stores yet amazon all right yeah that's a store <laughs> yeah yeah i got it in from amazon so um, and then today I got in the, uh, SH Figuarts King Piccolo and Zamas from Dragon Ball Super. I've been, I haven't been able to get those, so I'm just kind of catching up on those. Yeah, that's what I've been doing a lot lately. It's just like catching up on stuff that I need to customize and sort of rainy day figures, really. Yeah. Yeah, like last, what was it on Friday I picked up, um... What did I get? I got a Boom Boom and I think a Binary Captain Marvel at Walmart because they're like $9 a piece. So I was yeah. like, I already have these, but I can use the Binary Cap for, um, you know, to do like a New Mutants uh, Magma. Nice. So, because I've seen a lot of people doing that. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to try that out. Nice. Yep. Cheney, I just got your uh, your picture of Harley next to Chewie. <laughs> She's so huge. Right? It's massive. Yeah. yeah. She's Even so when big. you see them in stores uh, on the shelf, like Cheney was saying, those animated ones, they remind me of, remember the old 10-inch uh, ones that yeah. were released? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the big ones like that? Like, they're mm -hmm. really massive, and it, it really is weird to well, even see them on the shelves because they're all different sizes. 
it's a shame because like she's a pretty good looking figure otherwise i mean there's definitely some silly like ankle stuff and 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 kind of weird design things overall but the figure looks like it's you know it's pretty good it's just that she's massive yeah huge like even standing next to the batman who laughs like it's just like they're about the same size and it's like no no she should be considerably shorter like yeah well we got to give them time give time to work these kinks out yeah and like i said i you know i was like well i'll reserve my judgment until i actually get them in hand and i've gotten two of them in hand and you know they're big that's really all i can say is they're big like they're not bad like they have that that Fortnite articulation obviously Yeah, yeah yeah But it's not it's not horrible, but it's not like oh man, I, I I love this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of those kinds of things. It's um, you sort of get the sense doing this sort of thing that like um, a lot of the, the those design choices about a range of motion and and um how to move the thing. It it seems very much like a lot of that is being done at the factory level without a lot of like design input, and that's just an assumption. It's totally not fair to those guys, but um. I want to see, I want to see them change a little bit. I want to see them, you know, kind of do something a little bit more um, just cohesive and, and, and scaled properly. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I know that we were going to talk about that, uh, that whole vulture thing, but we already tackled that. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure which one I have coming. I wish there was, because, uh, like, literally that news came out, like, right after I had gotten my order in. Um, but whatever. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. What do you guys think about the uh, the rumored G.I. Joe stuff that's happening? Ernie, what, what do you think, man? I'm, I'm so for it. I just got to see it. Uh, I was stoked. I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah. And I'm hoping it's 80 stuff, you know, yeah. but then that's hard because we got the Snake Eyes movie. Yeah. So, and it, and it's also Hasbro. So, and it's sure. also going to be our six inch line. So are we going to be getting what's been done with the Marvel legends of, okay, this is for the Marvel universe and this is for comics. Um, you know, so are we going to get, okay, this is for your eighties cartoon. This is mm-hmm. for your old eighties figure. And here's for the new snake eyes movie, which I'm all for it. I just got to see them though. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to wait and I'm, see mode. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um uh if if the rumors are all said and true. But um yeah, I really don't want to get my hopes up too high just because it's like this has been something I was anticipating just as like a you know huge G.I. Joe fan for years. Um Right. I wanna know what their what their like what the plan is for this kind of thing. Like if they're if they're shooting for like um, a sort of modern style that evokes the eighties or if they're going pure like Sunbow cartoon. Um, I want to see like what the articulation choices are going to be like, if Correct. it's going to be, if it's going to be more like power Rangers or if it's going to be more like star Wars black, or if it's going to be more like Marvel legends, because even though those are all like articulated six inch toy lines, they all have sort of different design aesthetics to them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy that the rumor got out when it did. Um, just because it's like so it feels so long even though like toy fair is right around the corner it's like i feel like it's been years in the making to try and find out what's going on with that toy line yeah especially since we had that um what was it those images popped up of a 
of a SDCC six-inch snake eyes, and then that just kind of like withered into nothing. Yeah, what was that? Three years ago? I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would have been um, that would have been a cool way to approach it. You know, is to to get a figure out there into like purely collector market, and then um, sort of test the waters with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, see what the demand would have been, and then. Um, you know, if if Snake Eyes sold well, I'm sure they could have moved a lot of other figures. Oh, as being, a, as being a toy collector, and I've seen this discussion come up in other different places, do you feel that they should also be making a three and three quarter line, like back to the originals, or um, no strictly six inch? I'm I collect any scale, all scale. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of of both. I would love to see um, a more collector friendly three and three quarter inch line um but um and as far as three and three quarter like i i'm happy to have both i'll buy both if they're cool i mean it's like if the quality's there um i know that it's like maybe from their perspective it's probably a little bit difficult because they don't want to feel like they're they're cutting into their collector base by sort of dividing um the the, the community in two with scale but um, right. I don't know. I don't know how many people out there are like me that, that don't care what scale um, the thing is. If I'm a fan of the property, I'm going to go for it either way. But well, I know um, Scott Solo would, right, Ernie? Yeah, he would love that and everything. Here's just here's my thing: is we had our anniversary ones mm-hmm. out, you know, and there's a ton, a ton of GI Joe out there. That yeah. to me, I feel you can go on eBay and still relatively get a collection. Uh, of gi joe right i mean yeah. we had the anniversary one show up a few years ago and those kind of sat on the shelf so mm-hmm. to me i think that kind of pushed our six inch away of, of seeing that that i i don't think they should come out the gate let's go ahead and go full speed into the six inch and try it and now i i did see a comment from the channel as i went through all the different gi joes that they could be doing and i'm kind of scared with that comment that went in too because somebody said they'd be mad if it was based off the mobile game which hasbro has pushing been pushing yeah. pictures out of yeah that's one that of the difficult things because with, with gi joe in me, general yeah that to me looks more like a toy box figure the, well, the mobile from, game I've, I've been fortunate enough to talk to a few like because i got some friends in hasbro and stuff like that and i've talked to them a few times over the years and uh this has been a topic going back years and years with those guys of like you know hey when are you thinking about maybe trying to dust off gi joe for six inch or um um you know what are you guys doing for this upcoming anniversary because i think it's like 81 or 21 22 um is going to be 40 year anniversary for um for the for the 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 toy line in general or um no what is it it'll be it'll be 40 years uh from 80 yeah my god i'm old um (laughs) no but uh the 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 thing that, that always kind of came up with that was that that gi joe especially as we understand it is is um it's a north american toy line it doesn't have the same kind of reach as like a line like transformers or power rangers where um or marvel where it's like they're international they're more well known overseas where like gi joe um was always rebranded when the other countries use tools Uh-oh, did we lose him?
Okay, we we lost audio there for a second. Well, it looks like yeah, I got Ernie's muted. Okay. No, it kicked me off and rejoined me back up right now. Okay. It's probably because of all that trash you were talking on GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't ask my question. I was gonna ask the question because I didn't hear any of your answer, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I was just saying talking, you were talking to your friends at Hasbro. Yeah. At the time that you guys were doing articulated icons, did any of them give you the side eye on the deluxe white ninja and the solitaire figure? First of all, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and second of all, no, um, uh, those guys are all, uh, they're all fantastic people. And um, everybody, uh, they all love toys. They all want to see stuff just as bad as we do. And um, no, we never got any flack from anybody who, uh, who um, worked on any of that stuff. Um, they, everybody was just excited to see, to see some ninjas happening. So very nice. Um, all right. All right. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't know. Why would they have a problem with white ninjas? I don't know what you're saying. I don't know either, you know, yeah. or, or that all new solitaire figure. Why would you even yeah. bring that up, Ernie? I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. yeah well, that... you know, it, it's kind of a good uh, base for them to go off of for their six inch line. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can understand, um, you know, why you might make that mistake. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, what I was talking about with the Hasbro guys, and I don't know if anybody in the chat or anybody else might have heard it if I got dropped out too, but yeah, basically they were just saying that G.I. Joe as a, as a property was more relevant in the, in the, in the North American um, in the North American space as opposed to like when, when we were growing up and, and Hasbro was using utilizing tooling in other countries and stuff like that. It was always rebranded. It wasn't always real American hero. So Hasbro has always been kind of leery about like um, rolling out a whole new line because they have to sell internationally now that's just a that's just a fact it's not like it used to be where they can you know sell to to toys r us and walmart um they have to sell internationally so they were Mm -hmm. always kind of my my perspective with that kind of thing was that they were always a little bit leery about a a full new rollout with all that new tooling that they would have had to do for 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 joe at six inch but um that's why they they've always needed to have a tie-in so if if it's going to be a movie year and snake eyes is going to be something that that does well especially in asia um i think that that just bodes well for the property in general and if we get some kind of you know movie line where it's maybe three and three quarter or five points of articulation or something like that or even if they keep doing like well articulated three and three quarter um as long as we get you know something new to to pull in people um i'm i'm excited either way just because i kind of miss having gi joe around like i miss seeing it to be honest i miss seeing it I on the too. pigs because it's well honestly it's, it's we were talking hole. about it earlier too like um how i like I, i'm i'm not i don't have any luck hunting anymore like i i go to the store and it's just like the stock people are just laughing at me um when when gi joe happens if that stuff comes out and it's in stores like that's something i will literally go and hunt for like i will literally go and look for them again and like i, I don't do that for any toy lines anymore so you'll be there right when the store opens ready to go maybe like a little bit after it opens <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let all the case yeah. i'll just i'll do like a like I'll kind of peruse and I'll, I'll, I'll go and I'll check out like the cereal aisle first or something, you know, but, <laughs> you're not going to be, yeah, no, I'm, you're not going to be totally, run, running to the toy aisle with all the 50, 50 year old hot wheels guys. Just throwing elbows and just duking it out. And oh then, man. You know, 
no, no, I'm not going to be anything crazy about that. I just, I really just want to see GI Joe at retail doing successful, like, like, you know, so that, that, um, cause you guys have kids. It's like the kind of thing where, um, somebody who's more our age, they need something to be able to like bring in a new generation of collectors and fans and, um, you know, um, a, a successful movie and uh, a cool toy line. Like, you know, that's kind of all it really takes. Um, we had a question earlier before we uh, got kicked off here <clears throat> from um, Thunder. Ooh. Thundercrow. Uh, he asked if uh, we thought that um, if Rectangular and we thought that uh, Hasbro might do like a side spin-off Marvel Legends line where they uh, are battle damaged. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's possible. I mean, it's not something that's you know, not possible at all. It, it, it all depends. I mean, uh, <clears throat> they would have to be able to obviously put out more than just one like you like they'd have to like re be able to reuse that tooling mm -hmm. to do so i think um yeah I guess, I guess i wonder what what sort of shape that that would take if it's the kind of thing where it's like they just want like damaged versions of, of popular characters honestly it's like you can you can they've kind of done a little bit of that sort of thing with some of the interchangeable parts on like you guys remember the 12 inch Wolverine that like they put out like a year ago, mm -hmm. you kind of had like a torn up mask and like a chewed up shoulder pad and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I can see them maybe doing those kind of things for like maybe a, um, a deluxe kind of figure or something that calls for it. But um, yeah, you never really know what they're, what they've got up their sleeve. And yeah. I kind of want to say that we've already been slowly having it. I mean, if you think back to the Sandman build a figure, his mm -hmm. his face was yeah. half and we didn't even get regular hands we got different hands and now we got the love triangle pack that comes with the yeah. damaged wolverine i think they know that we can incorporate it on certain figures even to say the hulk figure that came out the gray one with the torn mm -hmm. shirt and the other one that was in the other pack like that's extra that we usually you know we always just got a hulk now we're getting the yeah. torn shirt. Do you see what I'm saying? Or I even think it's... the um, the Peter Parker with the black yep. eye from the Craven two pack. Correct. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? I think they're slowly just pointing it into the wild that it doesn't have to be a spinoff. I think they know the the collector type out there and and what we would actually like to see and how well a character it would fit with a character. You know, yeah. we're not going to get a, a battle damaged. Uh, you know torso and all that. yeah 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 like um you know of course you you hit it right with bringing out sandman that way with um you know having it wolverine like we said you know the peter parker head with the black eye that's awesome yeah and so i think it, it's 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 been there and maybe they know to step it up a little bit um you know rectangular answered as far as the deluxe figures and and maybe because like that black widow that we're getting with the whole stand and effects and everything. Maybe if they could see that if we're purchasing the deluxe figures, it may broaden it more than just stands and effects into yeah. getting different, different uh, 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 faces and heads and, and uh, maybe even more battle damaged clothing, you know? Yeah. I remember they did that on the, uh, the they put that on a 12 inch um, daredevil as well. The one that came out with the black eye. Oh, had, like, that yes. Really cool yes. True. 
yeah so when they've when they've done it it's been really really cool it's just an idea of whether or not that's the kind of thing that they can um incorporate going forward i mean i know they like doing that i know that those guys like to be able to they want to add you know value to whatever they're doing so um i think it's more just a case of like if it sort of fits the character like if you have characters like spidey or daredevil wolverine that that are sort of known for getting roughed up and beat up and stuff like that like i think they're going to be into it well i think definitely it would only work with like super popular characters too correct um you know like obviously like you said like your spider-man your wolverine uh maybe captain america maybe some like battle damaged armor for iron man something like that you know i think that would ideally be you know if you were going to do like a whole wave of like battle damaged you know uh characters that would ideally be what you would probably get you know yeah i think it's cool for them to just at least try and incorporate and and just keep doing the uh, interchangeable parts and interchangeable heads because it's like ultimately i think what people sort of gravitate to is being able to make the choice themselves you know being able to say like this is how i want to display it right so um i think as long as it makes sense for the character i'm, I'm totally game for that kind of thing um i remember my old toy biz battle damage spider-man uh, yeah. from from the early spider-man classics line i love that stupid thing yeah or even like way way far back in the the old uh toy biz, toy biz days. Five inch. yeah, yeah. With the wolverine yeah. i love that figure that's oh, right man, i love that figure. oh that's right i wanted to tell you guys yeah i listened to your previous episode wherever you guys you guys were all hating on um no nose wolverine oh yeah yeah the I gotta caveman you know, one I love Caveman Wolverine. <laughs> I'm down. If they will, if they want to do like no nose Wolverine, sign me up. Well, no, that see that that's where you might misunderstand. There, uh, I'll buy any and every Wolverine well, yeah. figure they put out. Like if they put out Caveman Wolverine, I'm I'll buy Caveman Wolverine. Uh, you know, that's just the way yeah. it's going to be. But if I had a choice, like I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I'm also, yeah, a huge, a huge fan of, of Wolverine in general too. So it's like, I, it's, it, it doesn't take much arm twisting to get me to buy another Wolverine, but yeah. Yeah. I remember listening to that one and be like, oh man, I'm, yeah, I'm I so bought, sad. I bought three of the Mafex Wolverine just cause nice. I, I wanted to open two because I want to like customize the neck on one of it to paint, you know, paint the neck so that when to get a flesh colored neck. Yeah, so that when his his mask is off, it looks like it's off. I'm really loving everything that they do. Mafex is really is really doing a great job. I cannot wait to get my hands on um, their their Hush Batman or the Hush Catwoman that they just dropped today. I might I might pass on that just because I'm trying to like they're so expensive. I'm trying to keep everything like very much like like classic A list. You know, so I have to kind of just be like, no, no, not today, not today, kind of with those things. But she looks um, really nice, though. Yeah, she looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the figure looks great. It's just, it's more like, no, I gotta, I gotta save my pennies for tooling up Mortal Ruin. <laughs> is Amir? Do you guys feel that uh, they've stepped up their games with promo picks? Uh, you talking about Mafex in general? Uh, yeah, and just uh, all companies around now. You oh, know, yeah. like I mean, you, pictures, like that's what everybody depends on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead of getting our standard little poses that everybody's been doing, like that close-up shot of her coming up to you with the claws, yeah, that's gr- like that's a nice figure. Honestly, and and, and this is something that's kind of cool. Is like speaking as somebody who works 
sort of in the toy industry, we are influenced by what collectors do in their photography. Like when we see people out there showing the figures the way we want to actually see them depicted, it's something that is like, it, it shows that like, oh, there's a better way to portray these things. It gets people more excited, more interested. So um, when, when guys like, um, you know, Sergeant Bananas and Be Amazing, when they're out there like showing these figures. Sergeant Bananas, and, who's that? Um, he's a, he's a very dear friend of mine. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. I dropped that name there. Um, he, uh, <laughs> um, when we see those dudes doing that kind of stuff, it's like, it really sort of feeds into like, um, a, a nice way to sort of celebrate and show how we want the thing to be depicted. Exactly. You know, there's nothing worse than when you see like a reviewer put the figure down and like in the you know, in the image or in the video and like the arm is twisted and the ankles are funky looking. It's like, no, please don't do that. We articulated it. So it looks good in any pose. Don't, don't make it look all like janky like that, please. That's what I always tell Johnny. Um, yeah. You know, as long as he listens to me, his, his shots come out right. So nice. it's funny. He posted yeah. that, uh, that Magneto and Wolverine picture and I immediately hit him up. I was like, okay, like seriously, I need a print of that. Nice. Like I, I definitely need a print of that because that... I have a, I have a question for you, Ernesto. Like, because most of the stuff that you buy carded, um, are you buying online primarily, or you got to go into the store and find it? Well, I, am I buying online? Yeah. No, uh, very seldom. I'll, I'll get my pre-order in. I'm, Just I'm basically, I'm a twofer. Sure. Uh, I need one for the wall, which is going to be my nice crispy box and so, not messed up or anything. And yeah. then one that I could eventually open. Cause what do you point. do? What do you do when you get one that just has like really derpy eyebrows or something like that? Like, Oh no. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm inside, uh, looking on the pegs. Exactly so it's like, you'll, you'll just do like compare everything. And if it's like, what if it's the only one in the store? Like, what do you do? I, I got to pass on it. You're that hardcore. Yeah, because it, cool. it's got to it's got to look good hanging up. Okay, this nine dollar Overwatch two pack that yeah. I got today, I just mm -hmm. didn't grab it and walk away. I went yeah. through four of them. Yeah, because there was a all four of them. There was a dot on his chest. Um, <laughs> the other girl, her face had an eyebrow actually painted on the glasses. Oh, see, um, that's the kind of stuff I love. Even though I'm getting it for nine bucks, it wasn't just a nine dollar buy. Yeah, I I need them to look good. It, it's got to be pristine. I, I got you. Gotta it, remind me because like um, I think Adam was really wanting you guys to say like um, where you're actually going to be tomorrow. But when we actually <laughs> we we we'll, we'll reveal that we will. No problem. Um, I just remind me at some point. I have something I need to show you that is like one of my all time treasures. Okay. And um, when it comes to like you know, because I don't buy anything mint, but I've kept this figure mint because it's just such a such a horror show when it comes to like a face tampo going off um and uh as it is now when i see that kind of thing when i see something that is like a really bad misprint or something that is so bad i yeah. actually freak them out and i love that stuff because it's kind of like imagine like you're walking along in the woods and you see a unicorn and then you get up close to the unicorn <laughs> and it's like cross-eyed <laughs> like, right that is the coolest thing in the whole world to me. So, like, when I come across that kind of thing in the wild, I'm just like, oh, I found another one. So you must have, like, you must have grabbed a lot of gambits then, huh? 
<laughs> Actually, I uh, I ordered Gambit online and I got a good one. I, I lucked out. Oh, I saw somewhere like literally the eye was like not even in like not even painted in. That happens frequently, and my my skill set is highly abused because people will just hand me their misprinted heads or reject bad paint jobs and just ask me to repaint it for them. Oh, hey man! And I'll just shrug my shoulders and be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I work with a ton of other toy designers and toy collectors, so it's like that's just what how it works. Yeah, so when I'm I'm buying online and it gets sent, I get real mad uh, when you get that famous Amazon in a in a pouch in the bag. Yeah, and it's all you know. Up. Yeah, your Marvel Legends. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to the store for this one. I mean, yeah. it's cool because they're still 19.99, which sure. is awesome, and it kind of. But I mean, Amazon is a 50-50 shot. Um, yeah. half the time I get it in unexpectedly, of course, when a bill was supposed to be due or I get the cancel notice and everybody else has gotten theirs and now I'm hunting for it. Nice. So, uh, it's even at the point though, even the wife knows, mm. oh, you know, I, I did see, uh, you know, Luke on the shelf for you, but, uh, his, his eyes were messed up. So I, I didn't grab them. <laughs> You know, so she's got it down. I, I remember going yeah. back and I used to do that too, where it's like you would, I would take one figure down and you would almost do like a little uh, tournament with them, where it's like, yeah. okay, process of elimination, you compare these two, and whichever one is better out of those two goes on to the next round. And then eventually you'll <laughs> end up with the best one. You know, oh, I, I, I love it when that happens, when I have the opportunity to do that. Well, see, this is this was back in the day, like Toy Biz Marvel Legends stuff, when I was like, you know, hunting and, and figures were like seven or eight bucks a pop. Now it's more just like, no, nah, I'm going home. I'm just going to pre-order it if I feel like it. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, Beardy. Okay, here's my my perfect. That's totally uh, out of here, here's my uh, a total toy hunting day. Okay. Yeah. I hit up my my eight Walgreens. I've hit up all the three Targets and Walmarts. I've got everybody's list. I got Cheney stuff. I yeah. got Darth Moocher. He's on here with us. He's Star Wars. Uh, what's really up, Marco? Name. Marco! And, um, you know, Mike's, Scott's. I got Cheney's. I got mine. And now I'm laying them all on the table. You like and now I have to go look. Twice. He said my name twice in there because he has to make sure he gets my stuff. Yeah, you got double coverage. <laughs> yeah. And this is it. This is what I'm saying. I'm looking at Cheney's and I have to look and see, okay, good paint, messed mm -hmm. up box. Okay, that's Cheney's because he's going to open it. Yeah, because you have everybody's priorities. Like you know what's up. Yes, with, absolutely. You know what everybody's taste are. Honestly, that's very considerate. Okay, here's Marco's Mandalorian. Here's mine. Ooh, that has a scratch on it. Yeah. Um. Ooh, no, yeah, my same. window's clear. Okay, yeah, here you go, Marco. Like that. <laughs> in my case, it would be like, oh, you know, like, well, one of the heads has fallen off and it's like rolling around in the corner of the box. That one's good for me. Like, I'm cool. I'm and then here it is. It is anyway. Somebody hit me up. Hey, Ernie. Um, did you have any extra things? I needed a thing. Yeah. There's that Amazon in the mail one. Yeah, I got a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, you can have this one. It's trash. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, you do have. You have like a concierge sort of like catered Marvel Legends hookup service. Yeah, you you got to know everybody's priorities and what everybody's out there looking for. Nice. You yeah, know, Rectangular classy. said he's uh, he's very very uh, much a. Uh, harsh judgment on paint oh shit yeah. yeah i'm very forgiving because i end up just repainting a lot of stuff anyway i mean it's like it can be you know totally cockeyed or something like that and i'll just completely redo it once i get it in hand 
See, and that's cool for you, like you said about the whole tail thing. And okay, well, yeah, you can just yeah. go home and fix that. And then there's somebody like me who it's got to be perfect in the box. And then Chaney, yeah. who's looking for the perfect, you know, look of everything because he needs to pose it ten different ways for his shots. That's yeah. you know that that's that's awesome. You're um. There's some things that we have planned for Moral Ruin that might drive you a little bit insane, but possibly in a good way. Well, here's my thing. Everybody flipped out on all the articulated icon stuff that yeah. I got because I was like, "Yeah, no, the box is cool, but ninjas. I, I love ninjas. I'm, I'm oh, so you had to these open. are these are out and about. Oh yeah, when I was yeah. growing up as a kid, I told people that I was going to be a ninja when I grew up. Oh, see, yeah. I mean, got... I am, but I just don't put it out there like <laughs> You're that. just a toy ninja. Yeah. So no, I I do that love. That is so uh, accurate. It's not even funny. That is that is the best <laughs> thing ever. Oh my god. Can can we what? just rewind that and play that again, Beardy? He's a what? <laughs> He's a toy ninja. Exactly. <laughs> I am. And yeah. then, uh, you know, um, when when I see a, a good box and everything too, I, I love that. I love yeah. Velcro window boxes. Oh sure, yeah. With a, a lot of the stuff that NECA's been doing with to that. The, um, yeah, more so. Mine came from the old uh, redoing of the Chinese Transformers. Oh sure you know the all the old ones and they had uh, the drawings on it and on the back and then you open it up and you had everything those are to me that's even more for an inbox collector but then i yeah. get freaked out as our talk was going on earlier like about this um the running change on the vulture how sure. am i supposed to see that now to, to to have each one in the box how would I you can't. know right <laughs> i can't well it's like if it if it's not going to be open anymore does it does it really matter it's kind of like a, a if a tree falls in the woods kind of deal like yeah, so I'm really gonna be looking online for somebody to point out. Um, okay, well, if he has anything that has a mistake, this or type a of yeah, or if the number stamped on it is an eight, not a seven, you have this one. Okay, gotcha. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, I saw a thing where there's actually a uh, <clears throat> what is it, the UPC number or some number on the packaging that is the uh -huh. difference. See, that's what I was going for. You know, that stamped number. That's mm -hmm. probably what it is. Yeah. So I'll, have to check I, I'll yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. No, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, well, we also had that uh, the Captain America from Mayfix too. They show pictures of that. Yeah. That looked nice, man. It does look really good. That's one of the other things is I I'm I'm pretty lucky in that I I don't really buy a lot of movie figures because they change the movie look every five seconds, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I tend to want to go for something that's like a little bit more iconic, but um, I can't knock quality on these things. They look, they look awesome. Okay. And I love the accessories that he's coming with, but I do have a question. Why four shields? Four. Yeah. The picture of the accessory shows four shields and then the, uh, the, um, what you call it? The staff and the and the blade for what's her name? Okay, so yeah, what the deal is with that is he has it's it's the four shields. One of them just has the uh, the extra little bladed tip, kind of like you know, um, sticking out. So it's like it's like one is it? It's it's either that there's two shields and the shields are articulated, or it's four shields and instead of articulating articulating it, they just made the shield just... collapsed and shield not collapsed. Uh... Right. Because he's got, got like this—he's got like his shield like on the arm version, and then like on right. the fisticuffs version kind of thing. 
Okay. That's, I didn't notice that until you said it right now. Yeah. It's only because I, I worked on that design before. Like, <laughs> that's what the, that's what that, that's what that design looks like. Yeah. And when he has the black Panther shields on his arm, right. It's and like I thought, the collapsed version and the not collapsed version. What a plus two to get the Corvus glaze staff and then the Proxima stuff totally. as well too. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at those pictures on big bad right now, actually. Because even if you, uh, I'm checking them out on uh, toymigos.com. Oh, I heard of that website. Yeah, yeah that's that's where I'm checking out right now. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, because even if you order this figure, you can still throw those with the Marvel Legends ones. Yeah, yeah. And look nice, but now that again, that's that that's that cohesion, man. Everybody correct. wants that. Everybody wants everything to go together. And it's funny as as having you guys on the show. I mean, there was even. Uh, questions in there you know rectangular ask who did the hulk renee. and renee said he did uh, right correct that you guys you know at, at gentle giant put this out for everybody to do and everything like you said this big cohesion of everything it's yeah. awesome to hear that of what you guys have done and played with and uh uh adam alluded to uh, a pre-order up of a new diamond select that possibly was done by you guys <laughs> We'll never know. <laughs> it's a mystery for the ages. <laughs> yeah. So that's no, that's, uh, that's way awesome. That that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a real it's a real trip. Um, working on this stuff and getting to see like because I'm that is one of the things that sort of does affect my toy buying. Um, is that it's it's a little harder to get excited about new new things because by the time, um by the time everybody else gets to see it, it's kind of been like chewed on for six months or so. Mm -hmm. um, if you can imagine, like there's, there's spoilers and things like that that will come through most of the time out of context. So we won't, you'll see something that spoils some element of a movie, but you not necessarily know exactly like what part of the movie it is or which movie or which series it's part of. But that is one of the things where it's like, oh, it's, it's a little harder to get excited about stuff because especially when you work on it, you're like, oh, I remember that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, by the time it actually crazy. by the time it actually comes out it's like oh that's finally rolling around okay cool have Maybe you ever I seen something to... show up on the screen that was different than what they gave you guys as far as like um and it may be a blade uh something added to it or a color uh, the, the the what happens and this is an interesting thing for um a lot of the film designs is um if you're working on a character like like um, in the Avengers or something like that, you're working on the Hulk and he's, he's an entirely CGI character. Um, they will be changing the designs of that character right up until the movie is you know, going to be released. So um, it's a very frequent thing for us when um, people might be working on uh, a figure or, or a sculpture or for, for an upcoming movie, especially with movie designs, um, we'll get concept art as, with as much lead time as possible from the client and um the concept art will be changing as we're working on the figure so um wow. it's it's happening it happens all the time where we'll get concept art for for um you know uh, it was a real big thing with with uh, thor ragnarok those designs were changing a lot in that movie um i remember that one in particular but it was like we would have concept art and sculptors are working on it and it's basically like yeah but what does this what does thor's back look like because you can't ever actually see, and then somebody <laughs> will get their get their piece into submission with, with the client or with Marvel, and then it has to go through approvals and run up the ladder through them, and then 
um, it's it's not an infrequent thing for them to make changes on the fly. Like they the, they'll be like, oh, here we have updated reference for you, and it's completely different, you know. And so somebody has to go back in and re-sculpt everything. Yeah, so the, so you, yeah, like, you walk in and you go, um, yeah. So all of that that you've been working on, like <laughs> diligently. Yeah, it's, it's, and yeah, it's it a, it's looks, a thing. It looks amazing, just like what they wanted. Uh, yeah. They changed it, and it looks nothing like that anymore. So you got to start all over again. No, and you yeah, got to work like faster. One of, the, one of the big things that people end up having to do when they when they do these is like we end up having to do sort of like a a first pass, a first look on everything, and you try and just represent as much as you can in terms of the detail and get it into their hands as quickly as possible, so that. It, you're you're covered in case anything changes so that um while the while it's going through approvals while it's going through changes you'll have time to actually work out other design kinks articulation or other things like that because it's very very common for designs of movie stuff to change like as we're working on it you guys did you guys see like the the, the two marvel select hulks that diamond put out did you guys ever see those ones where there's like one that came with the infinity gauntlet and a tracksuit and then one that's like a slightly different tracksuit. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> the one's Disney store and one's not, right? Yeah, yeah. That was literally the like a perfect example of that kind of thing happening where we got a figure all the way up through development, all the way up through approvals. And then and that's that takes, you know, weeks to months of, of development time. And then it literally gets into approvals and then it's like about to be approved. And they're like, oh well, it's the design has changed. Here's a new one. <laughs> and it's basically like, well, the, sorry, we still made this figure. And because, yeah, wow. Diamond, Diamond was lucky enough that they have a great relationship with Disney. They're actually able to get that thing developed. But that kind of stuff happens all the time. This is one of the great things about Mortal Ruin is we don't have to deal with any of that. Yeah, yeah. You guys were like, no, this Renee is what it's going to be. Well, Renee just has to put up with me and Adam, you know, hemming and hawing about what kind of neck articulation we want. or. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not to do the the fingers, uh, uh, the, the trigger fingers out this much or out that much, just that kind of silly stuff. Okay, I wanted to go ahead and uh, open up the chat to questions. So if you guys have any questions for Mister Beardy here, or myself and uh, Ernie, go ahead and put them in the chat. And I'll scroll up and see if I see anything. Yeah, and then we will. Uh, We'll wrap this thing up here after after the question. While everybody's uh, knocking out their questions and getting them ready, um, was everybody able to pre-order the uh, Black Widow exclusives? Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. We got a Target white suit, and then we got the Walmart gray suit. You mean the May Shelf gray suit? The May Shelf gray suit. And uh, these brand new uh, smoke effects. What do you think of those? I, I like all the accessories and stuff um i thought for sure you weren't <laughs> going to be able to wait to throw it on a wolverine smoking a cigar uh, you already know that <laughs> is that the the, the sculptor shelf wolverine the um well no the the smoke effects that come for the, the uh, gauntlets for black widow uh-huh you could, but you want to use it. Which Wolverine head are you talking about? Oh, probably the the only one that I have a cigar for would be the Sculptor Shelf one for sure. I painted that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one. Nope. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
It was done by the White Ninja. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see what do we got here. Everybody got their questions ready? Uh, let's see. Adam wants to know how many people I had to sleep with to get to where I am. <laughs> A lot. A lot. Okay. Yeah. Several. Um. Oh yeah, Several. we we haven't talked about where we're going tomorrow, Ernie. Yeah, dude, I I can't wait. I'm not even gonna sleep. Yeah, uh, w- these these fine gentlemen here uh, invited us to come down and check out the Gentle Giant Studios tomorrow. So yeah, uh, Ernie and myself will be heading down there and uh, checking everything out. So um, we will take pictures of what we're allowed to and, and post yes. them. So there will be some definitely there's a lot of really cool stuff in the lobby for you guys to check out with that kind of thing. You could pose with life size Chewy, life size Job of the Hut. Oh my god, don't even get <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys an excellent tour of the kitchen. Wait. I can't yeah, you wait. Guys, yep. You guys can check out the uh the lunch room. Oh the lunch room. And I we can't have wait. One of one of our six bathrooms. It's gonna be awesome. Very nice. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Murphy uh, Adam wa- wants to know who my favorite coworker is. Let me see. Um, I'm gonna go with. This isn't gonna make sense to anybody, but I'm gonna say it's got to be Stephen Casa. Stephen Casa is probably where it's at. <laughs> I know what Adam's referring to. He I know did. what he's saying. Yeah. I'm not gonna take the bait. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh Mervine says is there a possible crossover between Mortal Ruin and the Cursed Deadline? Um there was a crossover happening just a couple of weeks back in my kitchen when I was working <laughs> on both at the same time. No, um I got I should I should totally get into that. Um it's been super awesome working on the Cursed Dead. I've uh, been a huge fan of Hill Ramirez and stuff for a very very long time. And uh, getting to work on that is is also super super cool. So, um, although Mortal Ruin is my baby, um, uh, it's super fun to babysit as well. I I really enjoy working on that stuff with those guys. And actually, I got some more stuff like right now that I have to start working on for them as well. Nice. Yes. I can't wait uh, to uh, to see that uh, that werewolf all painted up. Yeah, I'm, I hope uh, I hope the the toy gods smile upon me. I get to I get to work on that one too. Phil Reject- did let me pick. He let me pick which one I wanted out of the two that they were showing gray, whether or not it was uh, Pig Pig, Lord Pig Pig, or or the werewolf. And I I chose Pig Pig just because it's a little bit weirder, a little bit yeah. more up my alley. But I'm honestly like I I think both of those are super rad, and I'm I'm super happy to work on them. Okay, Rectangular wants to know if you've ever asked Dwight from Hasbro why they can't print the serial numbers on the bottom of the feet instead of the black, the back of the leg. Yeah, they always put that, that little tampo serial right on the back of the thigh. And you know what? Being a painter, most of the time I'm able to just remove that, no problem. So I've never actually asked Dwight that. Most of the time when I ask Dwight for stuff, I'm out, I'm always asking for a new Sabretooth figure. <laughs> well, like, honestly, every here's... time I ask Dwight for anything, I just like, hey, how about a new Sabretooth? 
Here's a good one for you, Beardy. Uh, Rejected yeah. Dune wants to know, and it goes into what you just said too. Uh, did you recommend what rec what brush do you recommend for touching up the eyes on figures? Oh, okay. Um, uh, there's if you want to just like a, a, a go to brush, there's a brand that's um, called Masterstroke that you can get from Blick. That's it's a pretty decent brush, and I would recommend something like maybe a, a double zero Masterstroke. Um, and then if you want to go kind of nuts, there's a, a brand called um, Windsor Newton Series Seven. Um, they're they're a little bit more expensive, you know, not not super crazy, but they're um, they're nice and uh, they'll they'll get the job done, you know, just about every time. But if you get if you practice enough, you get good enough, you can you can paint really really good things with really really crappy tools. So just there's, practice. There's also like multiple tutorials for like painting eyes and painting figures online. Yeah, too. I should really I should really do um I should do that sometime for somebody, even just with like pictures or something like oh, that. Oh man, I, yeah. I you kinda got really it down. should. Yeah. Yeah, um there's there's some tricks that I could definitely show that would make things a lot easier for people. Because uh -huh. yeah, um I, I when I um one of the big things working on at, at, at General Giant was uh WWE for Mattel and um there must have been I don't know a two three year stretch where that was like literally one of the things I was doing all the time was just painting faces for WWE a million times over <laughs> I painted so many Cena's and Triple H's like it was boop, crazy boop, boop, boop. totally boop, boop, yeah. boop, boop. so Mervine asked is there any chance for a uh, man bat style figure from Cursed Dead. Um, so is there a chance? There's totally a chance for something crazy there, like that, but yeah. I'm not the one who can actually give a real answer. Yeah, Adam. I mean, would I would be, love to see it. Yeah, Adam would be the one to ask. Yeah, Adam, um, Phil Ramirez, and or Josh Falcon would be your people to hit up about that kind of thing. If you have requests, just tell them. Tell them I said so. Yeah, send that to. Say uh, Beardy wants a man bat. Yeah. Send that to the Cursed Dead Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Moocher, uh, Marco, have you checked out the Cursed Dead stuff? Because that's like right down your alley, man. Um, yeah, look it up right now, Marco. I'll, I'll You know what? I'm going to tag him on yeah, the page right him. now, Marco, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. So that's, he can see he the loves, Cursed Dead stuff. Like, he's like a huge and the horror Mortal Ruin stuff. Yeah, he's a huge like horror movie guy. So, yeah, yeah. Everybody hit up all those things. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any more questions? Do we have any more questions here? Yeah. Uh, uh, people are liking the idea of these little uh, tutorials. Yeah. No, that's 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 a genius idea, actually. You, yeah, you that, that's one ego exclusive that. right here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you need an outlet. You need an outlet to show it. You know. Yeah. I should do something because yeah, like um, I've I, it's. It's weird because it's gonna make it the kind of thing where it's like it's it's super super easy for me, but I've done it a bazillion times. I'm not sure what Renee is asking you. Renee keeps asking me why, why what, why 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 not bud dry? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what Renee is uh, saying. I'll have to I'll have to clear it up. Uncanny Assassin says, any thoughts on doing a comic or animated series centered on your figs to create more of a universe and lore? Um, that's the kind of thing that's sort of cool about it is, um, 
once we've got this developed IP, once we've kind of got this thing that exists, um, it is it, the the intellectual property is going to be wholly owned um, by uh, me and me and my buds here. So it's the kind of thing that is rife for um, you know publishing and and further development. Whether it's and you never know like where it's going to go or anything like that. But that's the whole idea is to build a story that comes along with it because. Um, you know, you can, it's very easy to just make a soldier figure or make something like that, but it's not really an intellectual property unless it has that, those, those character elements and story elements kind of backing it. It's kind of like, um, you know, what Superman without Clark Kent story or without Krypton, you know? So um, that kind of thing has to sort of be at least part of the goal, because one of the things I know for sure that we would really, really like to do at least is, um, if if we get the thing off the ground and it's it's successful like we hope it is, um, I would imagine one of the first things that we would probably want to develop is an art book um, that, that kind of shows a lot more behind the scenes of the development of the figures and then can showcase um, you know uh, photos and art from other people developing it or other people taking pictures and customizing it and just kind of making something that is like a, a thank you to the community. Heck that yeah. would be something I would really like to do. Yeah, that would uh, be Thunder really awesome. Thundercrow had a question for you, sir. If you weren't a toy creator, what would be your next best creative occupation? Creative occupation? Um, probably interpretive dance. Nice. Um, wow. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nice. No, I don't know. I would have to be. With, have with to... streamers? <laughs> um, yeah, I can go yes. streamer. Streamer, okay. Streamers is where it's at. Yeah, I've nice. been known to stream. Um no, I if if I if I didn't have to have that caveat of it being a creative thing, I'd probably work with animals. And Something then like that. Rectangular wanted to know if you would want to see six inch dune figures. Yeah, I, I do not pick and choose when it comes to what properties are out there. I want all of that stuff. Uh, Mervine says, so when he sees the Mortal Ruin prototypes, it uh, makes him think Acid Rain, but in the six-inch scale. Yeah. Um, would there be any chances for vehicles down the line? I would say that, of course, there is a chance. It's a minute chance just because vehicles would be so big. Right. But um, in, in, our, in our development stuff, in our story stuff, um, we do have cool ideas for, for you know, um, skiffs and, and and motorcycle types and and things of that nature that wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily break the bank um on tooling but it's the kind of thing where it would be basically you know, something that we would love to be able to do basically uh the answer to that mervine is uh when when this thing kicks off uh, buy it <laughs> basically spend as much money as you possibly can on it Oh, and, see, this is where I wish I could have had some links and stuff like that, because like um, we've got some cool sort of um, influential sort of concept art stuff for a lot of the things that are are there for our own development purposes. Um, but we can't. We, it doesn't necessarily mean that we can actually produce them or make them. But um, some of the concept stuff for you know urban tanks and and um, you know uh, mechanized like. Uh, crawling vehicles and um you know <laughs> go, go ahead and send me those links and when this releases i'll put the links in uh, well yeah if possible 
um rider series hawkeye oh, I legendary don't what, that one like. what did he have did he have like the avengers um he had like his hawkeye like kind of like um i can say we we didn't scope i don't think we did that one but I, we did do a hawkeye on his little avengers little skiff years and years ago as a statue oh okay but no i don't think we did that one i'm not sure yeah from toy biz that's the one he's talking about oh no no that wouldn't have been us toy biz stuff was primarily um bill ramirez and, and dave cortez at that time i gotta remember yeah that was right that was the that was the series where everybody was coming with little vehicles right yeah they had a uh, scarlet witch and hulkbuster yeah. and uh what was it who else it was scarlet witch hawkeye the hulkbuster um Ghost Rider, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest. Yeah. Oh, Toy Biz. First of all, um, if I could do any design, create any license, which would it be and what scale? Ooh, um, that's a good actually, question. Actually, Chaney, we, we, t- we talked to this uh, about this a little bit um, on the floor. Um, if I could do anything... It would be Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, and yes. It would be six. It would be six inch, and um, you would do like a uh, essentially like a wave, supported by like a cool Calvin variant as an anchor. So you can do like Calvin, then you could do Spaceman Spiff, um, like you could do all the different iterations of Calvin and different iterations of Hobbes, and then um, then you could just put other cool figures in, like. Uh, you know the some of the dinosaurs or the snowmen and it would be a very cool little like you know homage to to a comic strip that i loved and i mostly would want to do it because it's impossible to do it's just one of those things that like nobody can touch it yeah yeah but i would love to do that that would be something that would be great and if 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 we're coming back down to earth on something that's a little bit more realistic it would it would absolutely be um conan conan the barbarian full-on uh a sort of um evergreen kind of conan line where it's basically like you treat conan as if he's batman and then you know every wave has a conan and some rogues in it Ooh, nice. and you do you do movie conan you do comic conan you do frazetta conan veiny conan veiny conan okay you do, ultra uh, veiny conan ultra veiny uh, you do all the conans you do cheney conan veiny conan awesome. <laughs> nice I like it. Oh yeah, Adam's Adam also knows my my fantasy. A Mad Max Fury Road would be the way 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 up there. Nice. Yeah, very very much like that film. All right. Uh, do you have any uh, questions, Ernie? Um, am I allowed to borrow the Boba Fett statue? No. You're talking about well, we do have so, the huge one. I could put it right in my yard while you guys wait for Comic Con. Um, you probably will have to pay for the crating and shipping, which might might price you out a little bit. Oh no, I got homies that could take care of that. Yeah, then um, we'll it just take a, um, a a case of beer and they got it. Well, yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll have to just kind of have like a shopping cart or something to like kind of <laughs> if Move you can figure out. Yeah, if you can figure out some way, actually, yeah, that thing is in pretty, it's in pretty rough shape. It's it's one of the older pieces in the building. Um, it's actually 
picture a giant a giant mini bus um and it's made right. out of foam um i've touched that thing up a bazillion times i love it and i also hate it time to go paint boba again it. it's, it's super cool <laughs> you guys will like it when you see when you see it in person um it's it's a crazy thing to see just because it's like man how do they make that but Mervine said, how can he get one of those oversized Kenner figures they used to have at the Disneyland parks? Um, like the Star Wars Kenner jumbos? That's yes. what, yeah. Um, uh, I believe there's a website called eBay. No, the statue ones? You guys, Don't you guys sell those ones? Like um, the six-foot ones? Oh, like the gigantic ones. Yes. I don't know how you buy that. <laughs> Thank you, um, thank you, Rejected one, yeah, Doom. We we have those. We have some in the in the shop. You guys will see them, full on vinyl capes and everything. Like those things are those things are rad. Um, yeah, I don't know how you, you you probably have to shell out like five grand and know somebody. I mean, <laughs> like that's really the answer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well then. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Sure. Um, I really like to rub in the fact that um, my my show was more entertaining than Adam's. Yeah, um, yeah, yours was <laughs> popping, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, take take that, Mister Toy King. I'm uh, I'm the president of toys. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Mervine was talking about the carded ones. Oh. oh yeah. So if he's just talking about jumbos, yeah, you just gotta scour for them. There's some uh, there's some cool ones out there for sure. Um. So. Uh, is there anywhere we can uh, keep up with you at? No, you guys, uh, you guys are lucky to nail me down. I keep a very, very low profile, especially on social <laughs> media and stuff like that. But if you guys are interested in what I'm doing, just uh, follow Mortal Ruin on Instagram and uh, Facebook. There you go. Um, check out Cursed Dead for sure. And then uh, if there's anything I do that's anything that's cool, it's going to be on Adam's page anyway. So follow that. Dude. <laughs> Just follow him. I don't do it for the likes. I do it for the love. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so at yeah. Mortal Ruin on Instagram. Yeah, at Mortal Ruin. If you ever see Adam referring to Beardy, that's that's me. I'm Beardy, everybody. He is the bearded man. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I keep a low profile by design. It's so much easier that way. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I don't have to deal with anything. It's... It's great. <laughs> All I get to do is just make the stuff and let it be out there. I don't have to worry about what anybody thinks or says. It's 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 a good way to be. Yeah, I think your episode actually is done better than even D's episode. Oh, poor Darius. Well, you have to rub yeah. that in. Yeah, Darius was in a little bit of like an Adam Beardy sandwich, huh? Yeah. He's like in between. Yeah. I guess that's not a bad place to be. No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's uh, considering it's been, it's how famous he is. I mean, this is this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I should put it out there. I do have a super top secret Instagram account, but I don't follow anybody, and nobody follows me. And until I decide to do otherwise, I'll keep it like that. Okay. Well, that sounds yeah. good. So I can be a toy ninja, just like my hero Ernesto. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be my new name now. Yep. <laughs> All right. So be sure to check out the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network with such amazing shows as 
the Sarlacc Digest. Um, also, be sure to check out Rectangular's YouTube channel with the latest and greatest Marvel Legends news. Uh, be sure to check out D Amazing's YouTube channel with the latest Mezco and import action figure reviews. Check out the Foosh with Robo because he's simply amazing. Uh, for your cloth clothing figure needs, make sure to check out cjcm.com. Uh, if you're looking for uh, you know a, a hookup on an import figure, uh, be sure to check out Sup Supreme Collector. Uh, if you're in the UK, be sure to check out Toy Trash. And if you're in the local area, check out Line Breakers. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Toymigos.com. Uh, we also still have the shop open uh, if you want to get anything there. And we're still going to be doing the, um, you guys don't know about it yet, but uh, as of tomorrow you'll know, but we're going to be doing the, um, the hashtag to help me do the thumbnails for the show, which is going to be hashtag Toymigo Thumb. So make sure to tag that in your pictures if you want a chance to um, be, you know, have your picture featured as a thumbnail for our show. Other than that, I would like to thank you so much for hopping on with us, Beardy. It's been a great time. Yeah, man, it's been my pleasure. Um, I can't really think of anything I'd want to sit here and talk about more other than toys. Sure. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we should uh, we should do it again sometime. Maybe get me and Adam both on here or something like that. Um, yeah, it's going to be real fun to, to, to keep you guys updated and, and help, you know, keep promoting the thing and... and um, you know, just keeping uh, the whole community going at the same time. It's It's been a real blast. Yeah, absolutely. You got it. And I want to thank everybody that uh, came on to uh, hop on with us live tonight. Thank you so much. Um, and tomorrow, last week's episode will go up. So hopefully the, um, you know, this one will go up sooner than this week. So there is that. But uh, thanks, everybody, so much. I am Cheney 180. I'm the Fallen Fat. Thanks, everybody. And he is Beardy. And remember, guys, they're not dull.